Blackrock Broadcasting presents Two Brothers, One Pilot. Two brothers talking about all the pilots. You're not sure if you really want to see, but then you're like, I'm interested to see what other people talk about, but I'm not really sure if I'm interested in that. But then I'm going to say, oh, you know what? I'm going to listen to these two random guys who think they know what they're talking about. And I'm going to be like, yay or nay. Welcome back to another episode of Two Brothers, One Pilot. I'm Tim. And I'm Jax. And this week we watched Squid Game. <laughs> oh, Tim, 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 Tim. <laughs> yes, oh, I am so excited to talk Squid Game. Everyone's been talking about it. Netflix has claimed this is their most popular, most watched show. And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh that's a lot of expectation to put on an episode. And I'm just going to start right off by saying... This didn't disappoint. I thought yeah. this was Incredible. exceptional. I thought this was one of the strongest pilots I've ever seen. I think this mm. is the best pilot we've done for the podcast. Uh, let's get right into this, Tim. Wow. What did you think about right. Squid Game? So, for anyone that hasn't seen Squid Game, uh, the description on Netflix is... Hundreds of cash-strapped contestants accept an invitation to compete in children's games... For a tempting prize, but the stakes are deadly. And Jax, <laughs> they are deadly. And I was like, you know what? Let's not do any spoilers until the end. But you know what? Yep, That's yep. the description. You're going in. You sort of know what you're expecting. The first 20 minutes is like, did someone watch um, Parasite and then go, how do we do this? But, but then they're like, but I've also seen Hunger Games. And I've also seen Panic Jacks. And this is the panic. <laughs> this is like what Panic dreams of. It's not what it should have been because Panic was so below this that they could only dream of being this. And um, so it's South Korean, um, and it's it's pretty pretty damn good. It is it, it's insane. So essentially, the main guy is um, and I've done the uh, conversion rate for this, Jax. So the main guy is in uh, $400 million, uh, sorry, of South Korean one debt. And um, yeah. and I've done the conversion of that, Jax. So he is $466,043 in debt. Yeah, it's a lot. And we learn that, later that, that like, other people are in far more debt than this guy is. <laughs> one of them is in 1.3 billion one debt. And I'm like, oh my God, what does that mean? Yeah. yeah I. Uh... <laughs> it, it, it's crazy. So I'm actually going to find out. What's 1.3 billion? Let's find it out. $1.5 million, Jax. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. So let's get straight into like, it starts off and it does the one thing that I think... At this point, I'm like, I don't know if every show should do this because, you know, we don't want every show to be the same. But, Tim, how do you get to my heart straight away? How do you make me uh, so excited and just into something? You do a black and white cold open. <laughs> Breaking Bad style, Tim. Oh, I was so into it. It's like a children's game. And the narration says, like, this is what we call a squid game. And it explains this game. Yeah. All these kids play this little game. And I'm suddenly just like... Is this the main character? Is this a metaphor for the show? What's going on? I am in. Yeah, because oh. all you're thinking is, should I be paying way more attention than I think I need to be at the first scene of the <laughs> series? Because they said Squid yeah. Game. I'm like, but the show's called Squid Game. Do I need <laughs> yeah. to learn the rules of this game? Well, how much do I need to focus on this game? 
And it turns out you probably don't need to focus that much apart from they're playing children's games and then it cuts yep, to yep. and he's old. He's scrubby. He's dirty. He is <laughs> deep in South Korean poverty and he he's tried. You learn that he, he really has tried to make a living and he's just in so much debt that he's just gambling. He's just trying to find any way to make money so he can pay back his debts, go to his daughter's birthday and it's just intense. It's just sad. You and, and you really feel for him. You you know that he's deep yeah. down a very nice guy. He's just going about it potentially not not in the best way. On that, it's it's one of those things where it's like you start off with a really kind of dislikable, not like dislikable, but like he's he's addicted to gambling. He's deep in addiction to the point where he can't even like escape it. He gets angry when people are like, are you gambling again? He's like, no, no. And I'm like, you are. And then you see him, you see him at the horse races screaming and shouting. And he's so energetic. He's so exciting. At like, mm. not exciting. I've but seen like, he's watching excited. NFL games, and, Jack. So it was pretty simple. Oh, and suddenly this show starts going and we have him at the races. And like, we have like a character early on be like, we'll just do this basic. You throw a thing down and try and flip the other thing. And his excitement and joy as he wins one of them uh, was, uh, it's yeah. electric. The After main character is killing. hundred losses. He earns a little <laughs> bit of money. And then this, this guy's like, oh, by the way, here's your entire backstory. AKA audience. <laughs> Here's all the here's all the context you need. Um, here's some exposition here's, for you. Here's baby. some expository dialogue <laughs> done. In, I'll pass it. I'll give it a pass. Um, oh yeah, because it's it's added to kind of put fear into the main character and make him go like, wait, who's this guy? How does he know? Why has he done this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah why yeah. has he done this backstory on me? Yeah. And he he gets a card and um and then his his mum uh. And so this card is like, if you want to do more games like this, then give us a call. And he's like, hmm, I don't know. You're not Ghostbusters. I'm not sure if I'm giving you a call anytime soon. Um, <laughs> but but then uh, he finds out that his daughter is moving to the US and, oh, so uh, and he stakes oh. to make all this money. He, he's, he's given like a blood gambling, like if he doesn't pay back $450,000 like um, back in like a month, I think it was. Yeah, um, he, he's given a month to pay back his loan sharks. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. An arm and a leg, an eye and a leg, I think it was. Oh no, a his kidney. kidney, a kidney. And his, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eye, yeah. Oh, and so God. the stakes are high. He obviously gives this guy a call because at that point you're like, oh, okay, well, this is where it's going. And then we, and then the, the, the penny drops, you might say. He gets in a car, gets tear gassed, and then the show begins. If, you want to watch a show that is deeply stylized, incredibly well shot. The cinematography, the music is haunting at times. Jack, the, um, did you watch Breaking visual... Bad instead of this episode? <laughs> no, Tim, I'm talking about Squid Game. The um, the art direction in particular, in especially the back half, but even as soon as it starts, you know you're in for a treat because the way it's filmed, the way it's shot, the acting, it's mm. all on point, it's able to do really cheeky little characterizations without saying much. Like we've got our gambling in-depth main character and he's won all this money back from this mysterious stranger and he's got a bunch of fish and you know he's day-to-day. -day. Like, he's living day-to-day -day oh, with absolutely. the money. And so yeah, yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah. have anything in the stock. He owes, as you said, $460,000 uh, to the bank and to loan sharks and all these things. But then he sees a cat scrounging for food, desperate to try and get into this bag. And he sees, like, himself in this cat. And he can't help but give some of the food 
that he's only won by, you know, luck and gambling. And he still gives this cat a bit of the fish. Jax. And I suddenly was like, oh, this is, this is how you write a story, Tim. Oh! Hold that thought because I have the ending of this show. So, oh, um, yeah, so, so I suppose the next bit will, will be a little bit spoilery, but, but essentially the, the second half of this episode is, is they get to what you, what will eventually, I suppose, be the squid game or, or they, they, they get, they get sent to their game where they're going to make a lot of money or whatever. To the hunger games. And, if you yeah. Will. The yes. hunger games, the battle Royale had to mention it or people <laughs> will email in as if we get emails. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and yeah, it was pretty good. I was definitely going to continue watching. If you don't want any spoilers, uh, stop listening now. Chuck it on; it's incredible. But honestly, like you kind of yeah. get the vibe that this is all going to happen. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, he he gets tear gassed, wakes up in this like prison, and you see sort of he's got a number on him like he would in a prison, and there's just symmetry all around. And, and he's looking mm-hmm. around and he doesn't know sort of what's going on. And then everyone just wakes up at the same time. Just like this haunting music behind, as you mentioned. And then it just... Childish, like, almost kiddish music, which kind of adds to this perver- perverted level of like kids games and fun and fun oh, yeah. and laughs. And it, we're gambling and having fun, but oh, there's a sinister undertone to it all. Oh. Yeah. And then these red people enter. And it's like, they're all wearing masks and just their faces are just completely gone. You get, you get no facial expression, just, just their voices. And the mask is so like simple, but, but so disturbing at the same time. Like, like the, the red and the gray really contrasts quite well. Cause, cause all like the prisoners for lack of a better word, um, all the players, I suppose. All the contestants are all in green tracksuits. That is and a better word. all the staff mm. are in these pink tracksuits with these horrific masks that just have... Oh, did you think it was... Yeah, you said it was red. I, I kind of got a pink vibe. But it doesn't really matter, does it? And they get these masks that have these symbols over them, like circles, and it's just... It's scary, man. It's super yeah, it's scary. Intense. It's simple, as you said. Very stylistic and simple. The art direction is, I think, already from this first episode iconic like can you imagine anyone doing colored tracksuits and masks like this for the next 20 years without you being like oh yeah like squid game you know what i mean yeah like no it's... for sure and i remember seeing the image of on netflix being like what is this some kind of like animation cartoon thing and then you enter the room <laughs> that is that and it's uh, half of it yeah so, so I, i'm a bit mixed on the end of this i, I really liked like the grounding and, and where it is but it does get blurred with a little bit of cheap sort of CGI towards the end. Like the, the big colorful Wait, room, a, a little bit of it is oh, like real. But then a lot of it is just sort of overlaid and it doesn't look great. We Tim, get... are you talking about the infinite staircase, but it's all hyper colored, fluoro colored children's bedroom. We've got blues, purples, pinks, greens. And it's like this infinite staircase where 400 contestants walk up them. I thought that was one of the... It was the moment in the trailer, 20 seconds in, where I just clicked pause and went, no, I am all for trailers, all for hype, and getting a bit too much spoiled to just enjoy the trailer for that moment of excitement and overhype. But I stopped it because I thought it was so... It's so exciting and brilliant, and the art direction is just so cool. It's incredible, but, like, it it did look a little strange. And then at the very end, when we're... We meet a few characters, and I want to talk about that in just a second... But we get yeah, to we... the first game and, mm-hmm. and you learn that like there's six games 
and they've got to they've got to pass all games, or else they're going to get eliminated. Whatever that means. And yeah. um, it's they, like Hunger Games. It's like uh, Survivor. It's like kind of it's any nothing kind like of Survivor. game. It's like. No, no, but it's like The Amazing Race. It's like any kind of a reality TV show where it's like, we have 400 contestants. we got to pass six games. And at the end, you win a handsome prize. Yeah. And it's like, we don't whoa, know whoa. what the money is yet. We don't no, know. No, we don't. Ugh. It's stressful. It's probably something insane. Like a hundred billion won or something like crazy. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, I think it's irrelevant. It's just like, it, it'll wipe any contestant's debt, I guess, is, is all it really needs to do. And then we get to the game that the and and then if the penny hadn't dropped, it's like the dollar had dropped at this point. Uh, the pound <laughs> had dropped, and three uh, pennies had dropped. <laughs> and essentially, they're, they're playing like you, you, well, they call it green light, red light, but in sort of more of like a Western context, it's called like uh, Grandma's Footsteps, and it's the game where like <laughs> someone's at the top and they they do something and then they turn around and if they see you moving, then you're out. And it turns out, mm-hmm. Jax, what happens when you're out? What happens when you're out in this game? Shit gets fucked. And it gets <laughs> fucked real quick, Tim. Yeah. Oh, Tim, what happens? Uh, we, we get introduced to these two kind of quirky guys and they make a bet. They're like, who can win and who can get to the perverted? We get into this desert landscape almost. It's got this childish aspect to it. Like it looks like a play school kind of thing where the doors open and everything's very colored. It's very stylized. Well, they're in like a uh, green get screen this... room kind of thing where all the walls yeah, it, it has are this... CGI'd and it's just Yeah, and it's kind of like you see these birds flying over and you're like, okay, so there's like a, a, an area where this stops and, you know, the real world begins, but it feels very much like they're trapped in like, you know, like a sound, a sound stage. Okay, so just for everyone to uh, listen, I was telling Tim earlier today, I'm like, oh, Tim, it's... It's great. It's it's got it's related to a show and it's gonna blow your mind. And then Tim's like, oh, like lost. And I'm like, no, it's not. Then I'm suddenly like, oh, it is, because the last shot is revealing that this game show is <laughs> taking place on an island. It pans up from the scene that we've just had, and it pans out, and they're on an island. They're stuck on an island, and I'm like, they stole the season three opener of Lost. I love it. <laughs> I'm so in, baby. Yes. But Tim, game one, red light, green light. What happens? When the giant creepy doll with motion detector eyes thinks that you're moving. Well, you just get shot in the head, I'm pretty sure. Oh my god, yeah, you get shot right in the (laughs) fucking head. It is so scary. It is so terrifying. We go from 464 or something contestants to like 100, maybe 200. It is a terrifying bloodbath. There's this... The the way the show is made is so brilliant. We get this incredible thing where two guys are running way ahead. They're way cocky. They just want to win out of everyone. And he gets... The first guy gets shot straight away. And then when the realisation is when the second guy gets shot and then the whole crowd realises what's happening, there's a pan up to a woman with blood on her face. She screams. And then like everyone runs. And then the eyes of this giant robot are darting around like she's kind of lost her mind. The... The, it's just mm. so scary. It's so cinematic. The way that this scene plays out could be like, oh, it's pretty good. But the way it's shot, the way it's presented, the yeah. way that halfway through it's the sequence pretty, of Massacre... Yeah. It's, it's pretty horrifying. Oh, um, it's so I just horrifying. think like for such a moment, it's got like a little bit of practical effects, but then like it, it goes to sort of this slow motion kind of montage of it at some point, And then it's just CGI blood. And that... Just, oh, I it disagree. just didn't look good. It just did not look good. You could see that they added it after. Some of the actors, like, responded to the bullet before they kind of got hit. And it was a little strange. 
But apart from that, it was incredible ending. You kind of know it's coming, I suppose. Um, oh, you know that there's going to be high stakes. Yeah, and what's yeah, the yeah, highest yeah. stakes of all, Tim? Death. I mean, it's yeah, super, exactly. super obvious what's going to happen on some level. But I, I've got to strongly disagree. Maybe there is CGI, uh, but I think that the way it's done, like at one point there's a shot of someone's back of the head and they're jittering a little bit and then just blood explodes out of the back yeah. of his head. He drops. It's so scary. It's so yeah, horrifying. It's good. it's good. One of the main characters that we've met should have died. And I, I don't know, just some of those things, it's like, but we see the main guy moving and he doesn't get shot. <laughs> you know, it just frustrates me a little bit. But, uh, okay, fair enough. But I think that there's some really interesting, clever ca uh, characters work. Early on in the episode, the main character meets, like, uh, one of the other guy's contestants' mums. And she's like, oh, he's off studying. He's off overseas. He's mm. a super big uni uh, lawyer, whatever. And it turns out, no, actually, he's lying to his mum. He's in debt. He's here in the game. Yeah. And we get this great character moment where he's like, the doll's a motion detector. I'm hiding behind people. Hide behind them and they won't be able to see you moving. Yeah, and you see awesome. him move at a point. And so he's kind of found this interesting loophole or he's like cheating in this game, which I think is going to really play into the further up. There's a... There's, sure. like a there's an old guy. I want to talk about the old guy. Oh, yeah, let's Our do main it. character meets the old guy first and, uh, and he's talking and he's like, you shouldn't be here. You should be living the dream. Your family... And you mentioned the moment with the cat earlier about how yep. he's he's finally got a little bit, but he's still going to give some to the cat. Well, the main yep. guy's going to win, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. And the old guy is going to be with him. And he's going to give some, if not all of the winnings to the old guy. Oh, so the old guy's the cat. Is that what you're saying? A hundred percent. Well, yeah, in this, in this scenario. So, so maybe he'll like pay off his debt or whatever, and then give all the rest to the old guy to pay off their debt. And make sure that uh, he has a, a good retirement or lasts like five years or whatever. And, and I think that's the character we're at. Jax, final thoughts. What did you think of the American puppet master in the black mask? Oh, Tim. Well, his black mask is terrifying. He's the game's master. And I actually think... One of the aspects of the show that really worked is we get nothing with him, but then halfway through the massacre, he suddenly just like, actually, I don't really like watching this massacre without some sweet, sweet jazz playing. <laughs> yeah. And he starts playing so some sweet. jazz. We get a slow-mo motion and it kind of puts the sequence into three parts. And then we see kind of through his lens. And then he says earlier on, he speaks in English. Uh, yeah. which is really interesting because it's like, oh man, like, I don't know. It just, it has just a little extra layer of like, mm. you almost don't I notice. Like I knew he was going to speak English. I just Oh, said, really? Yeah. And then he did. And I'm like, whoa, that's weird. I wish someone was here for me to say <laughs> that too. You know? Yeah. Um, that's so good. His yeah. mask is terrifying. I'm so interested to find out why he's doing this, what kind of motivates him. But at this point, I just think it's so exciting that we get to have this battle royale hunger games kind of game show thing. But there's this extra added layer of like, we have poor people, rich people, desperate people, criminals, people who aren't criminals, but it's just like, but everyone has this one kind of common denominator that they're trapped in unescapable, unpayoffable debt. So they've all mm. got this kind of common characteristic, which I think is a really interesting setup for the for show. Sure. And it kind of adds this interesting desperation 100%. and they can all kind of... Uh, yeah, relate to each other South in this Korean's really interesting know, way. Know how to do it? That's for sure. Oh man, they do. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's it's, it's really. And they've once. I'm definitely going to continue watching. Oh, I'm a hundred percent going to keep watching. And uh, just for a show that's called Squid Game, and part of me was like, I wonder if there's going to be a squid because uh, 
on my other podcast, we did a double South Korean episode once, and South Koreans love adding squids in amazing uh, places that will surprise and horrify you. Check out our, my podcast, Spoiler Talk, for that. But um, I'm very, very excited. I think the last game is going to be the squid game we get at the end. No, oh. Tim, is there any... Uh, is there any other kids' games that you want to see played out in this perverse, horror, Hunger Games style? I, I don't know. I don't know any kid games that will translate you don't want to, see Hopscotch? to a South Korean audience. I don't know. Oh, well, no, no, but, like, that game, we have that game. Like, I always thought it was, like, some kind of teddy bear name, where it's, like, the teddy bears singing at the front, or some... Yeah, I, but you said grandma's whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 100%. So nothing comes off the top of your head where you're like, oh, I want to see this game, but perverted and fucked, you know? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what Squid Game is. That we don't have that, you know. So so I'm hoping. No, we, we don't have, have that game. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, keen to keep watching. Oh, I'm so excited to keep watching. It's amazing. All right. See you next time. Catches. This transmission was brought to you by BlackRock Broadcasting, a film and TV podcast network for you from us. Have thoughts you've wrote about the episode? Think we should do more South Korean shows? Most likely. Then why not join the conversation on our socials at BR Broadcast on Twitter or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at BlackRock Broadcasting. Want to keep up to date but not sure when our episodes get uploaded? That's all good, dude. Just subscribe on your favorite podcast app and you'll be notified instantly.